Just check the clock and you already know what time it is. Tune in to Talk To Me Tyler T. It's real, uncensored, uncut. Let's get it. Y'all already know who the fuck it is, man. It's Talk To Me Tyler T. Check, 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 check. You are now tuned in to Talk To Me Tyler T. With the one and the only Tyler T. So um, today, man, there's no special guest. It's just me today. I just wanted to catch y'all up on things that have been going on in my life and uh, some stuff that I've been going through. And um, but first, before I do that, I wanted to touch on uh, some issues that I've been seeing, like in the media. Um, the first one I want to start off with is ASAP Rocky. Uh, y'all, as y'all, as y'all probably know, ASAP Rocky did get arrested um, over in Sweden and he's being held um, in a Swedish jail, I, I believe. And um, it was over some crazy stuff, honestly. Uh, some people in his crew, uh, they pretty much like beat this dude up. And um, he's being held over there uh, in the in the Swedish prison. But um, he made this comment, I believe, back in 2014 or 2015. And someone asked him in an interview, like, how do you feel? I, I guess the question was along the line of, you know, how do you feel about social injustice and things, go- things of that nature going on in the black community? And he proceeds to say, you know, I don't go through that pretty much like it doesn't matter to me. Um, And now he's actually witnessing it. So I've been seeing on Twitter, different people have been talking. uh, Oh, is this the same? Like people have been saying free ASAP Rocky, you know, to this backwards. We'll do boo boo X, Y, Z. And then people, other people are saying like, mind you, these are black people as well. They're saying like, Oh, is this the same ASAP Rocky who said he doesn't care about social injustice issues? He doesn't care about the black community. Like, they can keep him. So, this is just what I wanted to touch on, man. I feel like all of y'all black, all of, all of y'all black activists, um, new Black Panther Party people, as y'all call yourselves, philanthropists, like, you can't just turn on your people like that. That's how, that, at least that's how I feel, man. Like, yeah, ASAP Rocky said what he said, um, and now he's suffering the consequences, and he's actually going through, you know, what what he didn't want to speak on. So I feel like he's getting his karma, but I feel like he should still have some support from his people, especially the people that, you know, are so pro-black and are these new age black activists and all this other jazz. It's just like, damn, like he... I feel like as as a culture, sometimes we're so quick to turn on our own people and like we're our own worst enemy and we definitely bring ourselves down a lot. And I just like I'm just like, damn, uh, all the nigga want was all the nigga Ace Rocky want was somebody in his corner, bro. Somebody that's going to support him. And I know that he has his supporters. Uh, I listened to the Joe Budden podcast um, where he was talking about the Ace Rocky situation. And he pretty much said, you know, you got to let the world, you know, let the world use you. And obviously that's what the world is doing to him right now because um, he, he's feeling that he's all the way in another country. Um, he doesn't know their culture, doesn't know what the hell is going on over there. But he just knows like he's in prison and facing facing some charges. And uh, I, I did a little research on the story. I'm just not I'm not super hip to what's going on. But I just feel like, you know, as people, we need to, especially as black people, as minorities, man, we need to have our own people's back because shit, nobody else got that hoe. We going to keep it a buck. So we need to be the ones that are, you know, behind our people and supporting our people. Yeah, what ASAP Rocky said was wrong, but that was four or five years ago. 
and people change, people progress, people grow. So I'm just like, you're going you just going to pull up something from the past and hold that to the person that he is now. That's just like, that's just like if you mature or if you grow and somebody and your girlfriend or boyfriend pulling up some from the past, well, oh, you cheated on me or you, you fucked around on me back in, back in 20, 2013, shit, it's 2019 and we, and we still together and you still bringing that shit up or shit, you know, a job saying, or, oh, you know what I'm saying? Well, you, you fucked up on, on this, uh, on this project back in 2013 and shit, it's 2016. Like, you know what I'm saying? That that's just crazy to me, bro. Like, people always trying to bring up somebody's past and they never even want to look themselves in the mirror to see like, oh shit, what what did you do? You know what I'm saying? That that could have somebody like some people could bring up something something about your past too. And they could try to make you look bad, but it's like is is it really worth it all that? Are you going to see a person for who he was in the past or are you going to see a person for who they are in the present? And that's my biggest thing. Just see people for who they are. Um, I believe people can change, and I believe people pro- progress, and I believe people grow, people mature, and all those things down those lines. But it's just like you have to, you have to be able to recognize that, and you have to want to recognize that, and you have to want to know, like, oh, okay, this person isn't going to be the same person that he was just that he was yesterday. This person wasn't gonna, isn't going to be the same person that he was a month ago. This person is not going to be the same person that he was several years ago. So, I just feel like everybody needs to take that in, into consideration when trying to judge somebody. Also, as I stated previously, people need to look themselves in the mirror because you trying to point out somebody else's flaws, but shit, what you doing? Like what type of person are you? What you on cuz you ain't perfect. Nobody's perfect. And I'm pretty sure there's some things that you've said that you may that you may regret or there's some things you have you have done that you may regret. And you wouldn't want somebody throwing that in your face if you fucked up or if you changed and you became a better person or you're working towards becoming a better person. And they always trying to bring up your past. That's what makes you resent people. That's what makes you not like people. So that's just what I wanted to touch on on that. Um, I also wanted to talk about these different videos of uh, parents Beating their kids' ass. Um, one 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 of the most uh, prominent videos that I watched was the little girl, a uh, twelve year old girl. She got a whooping because her her father found out she was she was sexually active, and uh, <clears throat> this just goes back to the whole discipline thing. I feel like I did um, I did an episode on like traumatic ass whoopings, uh, maybe in twenty eighteen or maybe early early twenty nineteen. But um, I just wanted to touch on that shit again because I have like a whole new perspective on that. Um, first off, I just want to go into my own experiences with getting whoopings and being disciplined as a child. Um, I could probably count on both hands how many whoopings I got um throughout my childhood. I was never really a bad kid. Um, I always like to you know just do my own thing. I did get in trouble for um for talking a lot though. And it, it always used to be like a punk ass teacher. Like teachers want, I feel like in elementary school, teachers will want me to, like they teachers want children to do the work, and after they do the work, they want them to just be quiet the whole time that they're in class. And I'm like, these are nine, ten, eight, nine, ten, eleven year old, twelve year old kids. Like 
they're not going to do that shit, bro. Kids like to socialize. Kids like to talk, especially around that age. Kids like to play. So you can't limit a child to just being in one spot all day doing work and just being so so constricted to doing what the teacher says. Like, kids want to talk. As I said, kids want to socialize. Kids want to fool around, bro. They're, they're kids. And kids aren't going to think like you're thinking. Kids aren't going to think like an adult because... They're not an adult. Hell, we even sometimes we can't even uh process the shit that other people do. And shit, we grown. We 21, 22, 23 years old. And your brain isn't even fully developed until you're 25 years old. So you trying to tell a kid to just sit down and do their work and be quiet. What kid do you know that's actually gonna do that shit? What what normal kid that had that's that's right in the head is just gonna do that unless unless you know they're they're an introvert and they don't really talk that much and they don't like socializing with people but that's not that's not a lot of kids like kids majority of kids that I've come across especially me that I know like we were very outgoing we wanted to you know do different things so um, going back to the little girl um i had several questions and i just actually got off the phone with my pops and we was talking about it and i told him i was going to put uh put this in the podcast but um i was pretty much saying like i asked the, i asked i asked him i was like you know if that was his son would that have been different would the circumstances have would have been different uh would he have even whooped his son and secondly, I was like, I couldn't really see the video. Um, I didn't really know what happened after the video. It's just me seeing the video and me speaking on it. Um, did he even talk to the girl? Like, did he talk to her about, you know, did he try to educate her on sexual awareness, uh, protection, STDs, pregnancy, like any of that? Like, I feel like you can't just go whooping a child and not educate them onto not even letting them know, like, why you whoop them because... That'll cause your child to to be scared of you, and that can cause your child to resent you, to to hate you, to not like you. Um, that can even cause your that and I that can even cause your child to you know grow up and just disown you on some shit. And I feel like no no parent wants that. Um, what what other shit did I say? Uh, I just feel like whoopings whoopings are something that. I feel like children should get when they deserve. And a lot of parents just whoop their child out of frustration or things that are going on in their lives. Like, I can recall plenty of times when, you know, I was like doing some shit in the house or running around in the house doing some shit I didn't have no business doing. Oh, you need to sit down and be quiet. Like, that's what my mom would say. And I'm just like, Bro, I'm nine years old. Like, you just want me to you just want me to sit in my room and not say nothing to nobody or just you know what I'm saying? Like just be stationary the whole the whole be sedentary the whole time that I'm in the house. Like that's not what children do. Like children are active, bro. Children have a lot of energy and you gotta you gotta let them use that energy or they just gonna put it into something that obviously they don't have no business doing. So, um I just feel like I also feel like there's there's different different forms of discipline than just whooping your kid's ass, bro. Like, parents always tell me, oh, I will be because I love you. Fuck that. No child wants to hear that, bro. No child wants to get their ass. No child wants to get fucking obliterated. And then 
then you you want to talk to me and I'm huffing and puffing like <laughs> can't even get my words out. You want to say you want to tell me stop all that crying. Come on, bro. I I can't control it. This is this is obviously something that's involuntary. You know what I'm saying? I can't I can't control my crying. If I could control it, I would have been stopped crying. You know what I'm saying? Also, I feel like a lot of parents don't apologize to their kids, bro. But they want their kids to apologize to them when they do some fucked up shit. And a lot of parents, are, I feel like, are scared to admit when they're wrong. And that can be traumatic for your child, too, because parents are not always right. And no parent is perfect and no child is perfect. But they oftentimes like try to play this role like, oh, it's my way or the highway and I'm always right. You're not always right because you're not God. And God is the only one who's always right. You know what I'm saying? God is the only one in this world that's perfect. So you're not perfect. You're not always right. So it's okay to tell your child, like, you know, I was wrong. I apologize for what I did. I apologize for what I said. I shouldn't have done that to you or you shouldn't have had to go through that or whoop de woo woo because that gives that gives a child that gives the that's that lets the child know that okay, she's not always right. My my mom is not always right. My dad is not always right. But he he cares about me enough, or he thinks he thinks enough of me, or he loves me enough to say that and come to me and be like, or she can come to me and be like, okay, you know what I did was wrong, and I apologize because parents definitely want us to apologize when we do some fucked up shit all the time. Parents want us to apologize all the time. Oh, you're not gonna say sorry. You're not gonna do this. You're not gonna do that. And it's just like, bro, okay, you want me to do it. Why don't you do it? Don't do it. Don't do as I do. Do as I say. No, that that's a ter- that's a terrible philosophy to go by, bro, in my opinion. And my mama told me that a lot. And yeah, yeah, I turned out a good kid. I was a good per. I'm a good person. But uh, I was just telling my pops, like, some of that shit, some of that shit still sticks with me, man. And I think about that shit and I'm like, damn, like... If I if things would have gone differently, how you know what type of person would I have been? And it's 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 a bunch of people that say oh, I'm gonna beat the shit out of my kids. I'm gonna whoop my kids. It's no, I don't have any problem with whooping the kid with disciplining your child. Me personally, I I'm speaking from I'm speaking from a standpoint. I don't have kids, so I just feel like I can't really be the disciplinarian in the relationship, especially if I have a daughter. Um, I feel like. Well, let me let me say, like, I don't want to have kids until, like, I'm 22, like, five, six more years. So, late 20s. But anyway, like, I feel like I can't be the disciplinarian because, for one, I'm too goofy, bro. But, I'm like I said, I'm speaking from the standpoint of not having kids. So, I know once I have one and my kids, you know, start getting a little out of hand or doing shit that, that kids do, um... Then my my philosophy or my thought process will probably change, but as of right now, I'm just like you know whoop your kids when when they're deserving of a whooping. Don't whoop them just because you're upset about something or you're frustrated and you're taking your frustration out on them, because that's not the way to go. I know a bunch of kids even when I even when I'm t- I chop it up with my friends about the type of whoopings that they got like they got whoopings over over stupid shit like. I I mean I got sometimes I got I I got whoopings when I deserved them for sure, but sometimes I felt like I I didn't deserve to get whooped like 
I could do a stern talking to and, you know, I'll change that shit. I'll change my act up. And I'm not even trying to put my mom's on blast. But my mom is a my mom is a yeller, bro. Like she is a yeller. So and my mom cusses a lot, too. That's partially that. Well, that's probably the main reason why I cuss um, is because of my mother. But that's besides the point. Um, but I can recall plenty of times where my mom would just be like, she would just be yelling, bro, just going off. And it would hurt my feelings so bad to get yelled at. Like, I would literally just shut down, bro, and not want to do anything because it's like, you talking to me like, <laughs> like I'm a person on the street. Like, and you're not talking to me like I'm your child, like I'm your son. You're talking to me like I'm just some random nigga on the street that did you wrong. And it's like, bro, I'm a kid, bro. I'm I'm 10 years old and you just you just going off on me using every cuss word you could think of. And I'm just like, damn, for real. And that's the main reason why I don't like yelling, bro. And now now if my mother starts to yell at me, like I'm not scared to tell her, you know, hey, mama, if you're going to yell, can we just talk about this later? Because I don't I don't really I don't really want to, you know, talk about this now because Nothing is gonna get solved because all you're doing is yelling at me, and you using all your energy. You gonna you gonna bust a blood vessel in your eye because you yelling to the top of your lungs about something that that made you mad. When you can just cool off for a little bit, then come back to me or come back to whoever you're talking to, and be like, "Hey, um, it made me feel like this when this happened, or so forth and so on." And I know. I know black mamas, uh, they, black mamas ain't really like that. You know what I'm saying? And that that's okay. But now that I'm an adult and I think back on shit, just my childhood, um, that's some, that's something that I, that I always think about. And it, and it, it fucked me up so bad, uh, when I was younger that I didn't even want to like tell my mama certain shit. Because I was scared of how she was gonna react, and I told my mama this. I was like, "Shit, you know." And parents, parents always be like, "Oh, well, that that's just how I am. I'm a yeller. Like I'm this, I'm that." And it's like nobody wants to deal with that shit. Like nobody, nobody wants to hear that's just how I am all the fucking time. Like change that shit. You can change that shit. You can work towards changing that shit. It's not gonna be easy. It's not gonna happen overnight, but. You can change yourself if you want to change. You know what I'm saying? If you if you content with just being the same person you always been, then you, you know what I'm saying you always gonna be in the same place. You always gonna remain stagnant. But if you wake up and you every day you work towards you know change and work towards bettering yourself and killing some of those old habits, then it's gonna happen for you. But um, yeah, like I was saying, it just fucked me up so bad to where I didn't even want to talk to. I didn't even want to tell my mama certain shit like. I had it because my parents are divorced, so um, they used to communicate through me a lot, which I fucking hated. But you know, it is what it is. I had to, I had to deal with that shit. But um, my dad would be like, "Well, you know, tell your mama this, or tell your mama that." And he knew, he knew that I that I really didn't want to tell her because of he knew that I. I was fucked up because I was like, damn, I don't know how she going to react. Like, I really don't feel like getting yelled at. I really don't feel like her raising her voice at me. Because I told my mama when I was young, I said, I'd rather you I'd rather you whoop me 
then yell at me because that shit hurt me that much. Like I don't I don't like that shit, bro. That shit really that shit really fucks with my head and it just makes me like shut down completely. Like, damn bro, like why are you talking to me like this? And um I was telling my dad I feel like me and me and your um me and your personalities are synonymous in that way because he doesn't like that shit either. And when when somebody's if somebody's yelling at him, he'll just be like He'll just leave or he'll just go, <clears throat> you know, go somewhere else. And it's just like, I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to do this with you because you your your parents raised you with enough sense to talk to me like I'm not crazy. You can talk to me like a regular human being. You can talk to me like, you know, you have some sense. We can both be civilized and have a conversation. You don't have to raise your voice at me. And that's that's really what I'm big on, man. I don't I don't really I don't really like that shit at all. But um yeah, that shit just, it just messed me up so bad to the point where I was just like, man, I don't even want to tell my mama this, or I don't even want to say this to my mama because her reaction could go anyway, bro. And it's just like the slightest thing could like set her off. And I was just be like, because I mean, I witnessed the shit, bro. Like I witnessed the shit with me. I witnessed the shit with her, with her husband. It's just like, bro, I don't want to, I don't even feel like hearing that shit. Um... And then I saw like, I saw this other video. Um, I saw I've been seeing a lot of kids getting their ass kicked lately, <laughs> and people just be like, "Oh, well, y'all, we got whoopings, and um, and we turned out fine." And what type of parents did y'all have that didn't whoop y'all? And blah blah blah. No, discipline is definitely necessary. Whoopings are definitely necessary when they're needed. Not like I said, not just just because. Um, what I saw I saw this one video of this dude, this little boy getting his ass whooped, and I guess the dad like had his head he had the little boy's head in between his legs, um, and then he was holding the little boy's legs just so his ass was was like front and center. And the mom maybe it was the mom or maybe it was like the guardian or whoever was just whooping his ass, just hitting him right on his ass, like, the whole time, and I'm like, I'm like, damn, you gotta put this nigga in the DD, you gotta put this little nigga in the DDT position to, like, to whoop him, bro, I just feel like a lot of these ass whoopings that I've been seeing are, like, super excessive, bro, and if you do, if you look at the science and you look at the research, bro, like, whoopings don't work, um, (laughs) that's, at least that's what the science says, Cause you can finesse your way out of a whooping. Um, you can get so accustomed to them hoes. You can get used to them hoes. Like, okay, well, I know I'm about to get a whooping. Let me just go. Let me go ahead and get my mom right. Um, especially if your parents don't make you take off your clothes, make you get, make you strip down to your drawers. If you just getting a whooping in your clothes, you can put some shit in your clothes. Uh, you can do everything, bro. And I mean, yeah, you gonna have a few whelps. You get, you better not put your hand back there. Your hand gonna be swollen. It's just a bunch of shit that goes into whooping, bro. Um, so that that video just kind of fucked me up because it was just like, damn, you gotta do all this to whoop a child. And like, what what did the child do to deserve this kind of ass whooping? Is what I really want to know. And then um, I also saw another video. Th- this this video, this last video I'm about to tell y'all about. This shit pissed me off because it was a little boy in the barber shop, and he told his mama to shut up. You tell your mama to shut up, you deserve to get your ass whooped because that's disrespectful as hell. You don't tell you don't tell your parents to shut up. You don't tell any elder to shut up 
what it, regardless of your age, because that's disrespectful as hell. Um, he's obviously in the barbershop. And um, so his mama is he, he's face down on the floor. His mama is sitting on him and she pulls down his pants to show his naked bare ass. And she starts whooping him in the barbershop in front of everybody, bro. And I'm like, bro, first of all, this nigga, this little nigga can't go back to that barbershop anymore because he's going to be so fucking embarrassed and his pride is going to be so shot. He not even he, he not even going to want to go to the He probably not even want to go get a haircut anymore because he going to think about that experience. Damn, I really got my ass beat in this barbershop. I really got my bare ass beat in my bar in this barbershop where my mama was sitting on me two weeks ago. I can't go back there. No matter how old you are, bro, you're going to think about that shit. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. And I'm just like, what the hell? Like, what what type? Everybody is not fit to have kids, bro. That That's my main thing. Everybody is not fit to have kids. Everybody doesn't know how to parent. And, you know, everybody is not built to be a parent. And that's that's OK. But you can't you can't torture your kids or put your kids through hell because of that. Like, yes. Yes, he deserved. Yes, he deserved a whooping. Or some form of discipline. I don't know how, you know, everybody disciplines their kids or whatever. But he deserves something. Because, like I said, you don't tell your parents to shut up, bro. That's 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 crossing the fucking line. But, damn, you had to, you had to do, do a little dude like that. And so, now every time he go back in that barbershop, they gonna fuck around and be talking about him. His fucking self-esteem is gonna be shot. Oh, that's that little nigga that got his ass beat last time. Man, they gonna be cracking jokes on him. Cause I mean, that's that's what we do when we see a little nigga. Get, when we see a little nigga get a whooping, when we see a little nigga get their ass whooped, or you know what I'm saying, in the grocery store, we'll do. We go home and talk about, it, bro. Damn, bro, I seen this little nigga in the store when I was grocery shopping. His mama whooped his ass. Woo do woo. So, just imagine like what's going through their head. And kid, I just feel like parents think that kids don't have feelings sometimes. Like, damn. Like, parents don't allow their kids to express themselves. And when they do try to express themselves, it's deemed as, oh, you talking back. Or, you know, don't say don't say shit. And it's just like, bro, your kid is a person. Your kid is a human being. You know, like, the shit that you you treat him like, it's kind of it's inhumane to me if, you, if you're not letting your child, like, express themselves. Just because, just because your child doesn't agree with you and just because your child has a voice and wants to say something doesn't mean he's being disrespectful. He or she is being disrespectful or he or she is talking back. It just means, like, damn, I just want you to listen to me and know that, shit, I'm a human just like you are. And just because I'm young and you older than me doesn't mean that I can't feel a certain type of way. And at least uh, the the least a parent could do is is fucking listen, bro. Because that's all a kid wants you to do is listen. But I feel like a lot of black parents don't even give their child that that option. And so when they grow up, that shit sticks. I'm telling, I'm telling y'all, that shit sticks with you. And you wonder why... You don't know how to voice your opinion or say how you feel when you get in an intimate relationship or tell somebody what's going on with you. It's because your parents didn't allow you to do it and they your parents didn't allow you to do it or they did allow you to do it. They minimized your feelings to make you feel like shit. What you got to say don't fucking matter. And that's why so many fucking people are going through what they go through right now, with especially like in relationships, bro. Especially men. 
men think like, oh, we can't express our feelings. We can't say how we feel. And they got the they got the girl begging them to tell me what's wrong. Tell me how you're feeling. Tell me what you're going through. Tell me this. Tell me that. But you just you just got to be so hard and you such a tough guy that you just want to be like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. And just go through it and not speak on it and not say anything about it and think the shit is going to go away. You just adding fuel to the fire, bro. And so when you finally combust and explode, then it's like, oh, no. Oh, uh, well, I was feeling like this, this, this and this uh, three months ago. And it's like, nigga, that was three months ago. Why didn't you say some shit three months ago? You wait until now to tell me everything that went on. You giving me a list of everything that you was feeling. And I can't say that I haven't did it because I'm guilty of it for sure. But I've definitely learned how to express myself and and say what's wrong. Um, even when I talk to my parents, like I tell my parents, I was like, I just got off the phone with my pops, as I was telling y'all. And I was, we had like, Damn near hour conversation, and I'm telling him all of this. So he like, man, you know, I'm good. <clears throat> I'm glad. I'm glad you. I'm glad you learned how to do that, and you started to do that. And I feel like that's one reason me and my pops, um, our relationship has just expanded, and it's just continued to grow. And I'm I'm so I'm so happy that it has done that because me and my pops, we always had a good relationship, but I feel like now at this very moment, like our relationship is the greatest that it, that is has ever been because I'm more open to, you know, to just talking to my dad and, you know, the reciprocity when I tell him something, you know, he gives me advice or, you know, he tells me how he feels or he tells me what he thinks. So, when some when something when I'm going through something or even when stuff is good, like I call my pops and I'm like, Hey dad, you know, I did this, I did that and it's like, Oh, I'm proud of you, son. Like, you know, I'm glad you found something that you like to do. I'm glad you found a hobby. Um and when I'm going through something, he like, you know, if you need anything, like I'm here for you. He talked to me, he he listens to me, man, and that that's one that's one thing that I, I really love about our I really love about our relationship is just it just continues to to grow and I, it it just makes me so happy that I have that I have like a, a great father in my life to to just be there for me because shit a lot of people a lot of dudes take that thing take that for granted and a lot of dudes don't don't have that father figure in their life and they were raised by their mother and they don't have like a solid a solid dude to a solid man to just just show them the ropes and I have that and I'm forever grateful for that. Um, and I did want to touch on, um, I just saw something else on Twitter, uh, this morning. I think I took a screenshot of it. It was, it was a chick. Uh, she tweeted, she said TMI and trigger warning, but yeah, it's fucked up to remember that my mom really put hot pepper in my vagina as a method to discipline me. What type of parents do y'all have, bro? Like, you put dis you I said discipline. You put pepper in in a in your daughter's vagina to to discipline. Bro, like that's torture. That's child abuse. Like what what type of shit is that, bro? Like and y'all and people wonder why parents wonder why their kids don't call them no more. Like, that's the reason. You fucking tortured me. Like that that's some that's some shit you do when you holding somebody hostage or that that's some shit like a a fucking crazy person would do, like what 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 did you what what was so bad that your child did that you had to literally 
put some pepper in their vagina. Like, come on now. I I don't I don't understand that shit. And then the comment under um it said my mom it's another chick, it said my mom used to do the same thing, mix cayenne pepper and water together to make a paste, spread everywhere, even my eyes and nose, and make me stand in the bathtub for hours. Like what? Real life, bro. What what is a teenage girl or a little girl doing that's just so bad? Like, are you are you jealous of your child? Like, are are you resenting your child? So you're taking out your frustration and your anger your anger on your child? Like, what what's what's the problem, bro? And I feel like a lot of us went through some traumatic shit when we were young, bro. And it's all starting to come out now, and we all speaking on it, which I applaud. Uh, I love that now, especially my generation, I love that we're able to shit, just express ourselves and use whatever platform we do have, use it for something positive. Like, um, I know I have my platform on uh with my podcast and on social media, like I'm able to say and discuss different things and that people can relate to and they give me feedback and they want to hear what I have to say. So I love that, um, about our generation. Um, but yeah, man, that we I just feel like we can't take we can take some of the parenting skills from our parents and use them on raising our kids, but some of that shit, bro, we got to has to totally we have to totally go away with the shit. Take it like remove it from ourselves and not carry that over into our children's lives when we do decide to have kids because um and I'll tell I tell my parents that all the time, and it's like, yeah, some of the, some of the qualities that y'all have, like I'll definitely, you know, I'll definitely use them in you know raising my kids when I do have them. But some, you know, I just want to I want to try something different. And you can't raise all your kids the same. And I was my mother's only child, so she was. I, and I know I know my mama did what she could to the best of her ability, and I love her for that for sure. But. um because, like I said previously, like, nobody's perfect, man. And shit, parents going to do what they need to do to, you know, make sure that you're being the best person that you can be and make sure that, you know, food is on the table, you got a roof over your head, X, Y, Z. So, yeah. But the whole cayenne pepper thing, like, we just, we, I just feel like um, our generation has to do better with the decisions we make for our children and that shit that our child that we do to our children because shit that shit they don't they don't really you don't really realize how that shit takes a toll on you until you get older and you start to think back on that shit. But um, yeah, enough about all enough about everybody else. This is Talk to Me Tality. This is my podcast, and I said I was going to talk about myself. So um, let's talk about it. So I just wanted to catch y'all up on my life, man. Um, my life has been fucking hectic these past few months uh really just starting when when we get out of school early may so after may bro um after like like mid-may after graduation bro my life was my life was has been a fool bro uh starting out summer school i was taking summer one i'm i'm actually in summer two right now i was taking summer one um, cause I'm, I, I graduate in what's today, the July 18th. I graduate August 9th for everybody who doesn't know. Uh, I've been working my ass off, um, 
But yeah, I graduated August 9th. So summer one, I took one class. I was supposed to take two, but uh, I didn't register for the class in time. So I had to wait till summer two. But I mean, that just gave me like a lot of time to, you know, do what I needed to do, uh, get stuff ready for graduation, buy certain things. So I, um, I made an A in my first summer class. Uh, it was a it's a freshman level course, uh, Foundations of Personal Health, with the professor that I absolutely love, uh, Professor Don Robarts. I love, 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 love her. Um, if you ever think about coming to Texas State and majoring in any type of health major, anything like that, I well, I feel like you're gonna have to take some of her classes. But um, yeah, you should definitely take some of her classes. She's She's one of the greatest people that I've ever met. Uh, she's probably the greatest college professor that I have had thus far. So definitely, you should definitely, definitely take her class. Um, summer two, summer two has been so fucking wild, bro. We're uh, we're wrapping up week two. I'm taking three classes. Um, taking college algebra. I'm taking some history class. I don't know if it's the first one or the second one, and I'm taking computer information systems class. Bro, I was in college algebra my freshman year, first semester, the first semester I was in college. Uh, I, I was in it with my homegirl, Amber. Shout out to Amber. Uh, and I was taking the class, and this shit was hard, bro. I didn't take a math my senior year because I didn't have to. I was in, I think I was in, like, calculus my senior year but I dropped that shit because I didn't need a math class and when you don't use math bro for a long ass time you forget that shit so it's just like it's just like lifting weights like if you stop lifting weights for some time you're gonna lose that muscle so if you stop doing math for a certain amount of time you're gonna you're gonna lose that skill because you're gonna forget because you're not using that part of your brain that does the shit but anyway um I ended up dropping the class uh my freshman year and Shit, I just waited the rest of my college career to take that hoe. And after that, after the first semester, Amber hit me up at the end of the semester. She was like, damn, you should have stayed in the class. Um, Everybody started to do poorly, and he ended up giving us a bunch of extra credit, and I passed. I was like, fuck. I should have done that, but, I mean, you can't go back. So it's like, shit, I'm here now, so I got to do what I got to do. Um, And plus, I made the dean's list my first semester in college. so And that was the only time I made the dean's list, actually. But, yeah. So, um, anyway, yeah, so that's that on that. And then I'm taking this history class. History class is not too bad. Uh, the math and history class are online. Uh, also shout out to Nia, uh, with the math class. She's been helping me out a lot, um, with that class. So shout out to her. Uh, the history class, like I said, it's not that bad. It's cool. Actually. Um, I'll probably take one of the tests today. I've been keeping up with the discussion boards. I'll probably take one of the tests uh, today or tomorrow. Um, CIS class, bro. I literally, I literally stay in class. This is the stupidest class. This is one of the stupidest classes that I've ever taken in my college career, bro. I literally stayed like 30, 40 minutes after class to finish an assignment because I had no fucking idea what I was doing. Um, and he explained the shit, but I'm like, bro, like, I don't want to, I don't need to use access. Like, what do I need to do that shit for? I don't even want to work with computers, bro. I know how to send an email. I know how to make a PowerPoint. I know how to use Microsoft Word. Like, come on. This nigga want me to use access 
Excel, make spreadsheets. I'm like, bro, I'm not trying to do that. But I got to thug it out. Shit, these are my last three classes before I, um, I go to my internship uh, in August. And it's crazy because classes end August 8th, bro, and I graduate the very next day on August 9th at 10 a.m. in the morning. So I said 10 a.m. in the morning, 10 a.m. or 10 in the morning, with it, whatever. But yeah, so I'm doing that shit, and I'm just like, damn, like all this shit is happening so fucking fast, bro. And I'm just like, wow, like my life is really. I feel like <clears throat> I'm in this stage in my life where nothing is set in stone because everything is consistently changing, like, and it's not, it's not on anybody's time, like it's really on God's time. And I feel like God is about to put me in a place where I'm super uncomfortable. But it's gonna help me to thrive in this world, and I feel like that's that's what I need. And I also feel like God really wants me to focus on me right now because this is a this is a pivotal point in my lifetime. Uh, this is a point in my life where, as a lot of people know, uh, well, as a lot of people have experienced, like everything is just up in the air. Like graduation is like one of the biggest accomplishments that shit you made in your life. But it's like after, like after graduation, it's just like damn, like real life is is sitting in. So what the fuck are you gonna do? You know, are you gonna find a job? Where are you gonna live? You know, this then third and and if it wouldn't have been for my mom, shit, I'd be a first generation grad. So that's just even that's just something that's even bigger. And obviously, I'm gonna bring the whole hood out to the graduation. Like I wouldn't be taller if I didn't. So you know, every, I'm gonna have everybody come out. Because uh, that's just what I do. <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah, so that's been that. So I've been I've been kind of overwhelmed, bro. I've been kind of anxious. Um, and uh, I, start, I actually I actually started going to therapy, man. Um, and so I've been to like three or four sessions and I have a black therapist since I'm still since I'm still technically a student. I'm still taking classes or whatever. Like we have a counseling center at here at Texas State that uh, a lot of people don't know about. I remember I reached out to, um, I was on Twitter and I just reached out to my followers. I was like, you know, have y'all ever considered seeing a therapist or, or you know, have y'all seen a therapist? And so many people hit me up, like so many black people at that, they hit me up and was like, yeah, I loved it. You know, I loved it. I liked it. You know, woo 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 they helped me so much. Um, it was a great experience. This and the third. A lot of people, and there was some people that said they didn't like it and that they it didn't help them. But um, so I was just like, let me let me just go see for myself. Uh, I remember um, one of my I think it was Amber. Amber told me like you know they have the counseling center on campus. You can schedule an appointment, and uh, you know they're gonna do your initial your initial little meeting or whatever. And then if you wanna come, if you decide that you wanna come back, they'll set you up with a therapist. So I'm like, okay, cool. So um I I signed up for that and um I went I think like the very next week well like the very next couple of days I went for my little initial initial um initial appointment. And so it was cool. He was just asking me, you know, what do you want to talk about? I was like, you know, I just want to talk about like post graduation, you know, what's going on with me uh right now and this that and the third he was like okay cool now we're gonna uh we're gonna set you up with a therapist and mind you this is at the texas state counseling center so he was like we're gonna set you up with a therapist he was like do you have like a preference and the type of therapist you want um you know race ethnicity uh gender um 
like what you do you want a therapist that like specializes in something like religion or whatever i was like man i was like, i'm gonna keep it i'm gonna keep it a stack with you i want to i want a black man like <laughs> that is it is what it is and um luckily the dude that i was talking to is the only black man that is a um that is a therapist at Texas State. So he was like, you know, man, that'll be me. His name is actually Cordell. So shout out, shout out Cordell. Um, he, he's been helping me a lot, man. Um, he's been helping me so much. I actually had a therapy session on Tuesday. And when I went to that, um, you know, we we just continued to talk about, uh, we, we really started talking about, um, really started talking about like post-graduation because I was talking to him about my relationship at first. And then I started to talk to him about, um, about what was going on, like in my life, like post-grad and all that stuff. And man, he really just gave me like a lot of insight, man. And he helped me so much. So I wanted to encourage everybody to go to therapy because I, I remember I, I touched on this briefly in like a couple of my, um, past episodes about therapy and about like mental health and stuff like that but now that I'm actually in the act of you know the one who's actually sitting in the chair and the one who's taking action and doing it like I want to encourage everybody to do it like if you can I know um some people don't have insurance and they can't afford it because therapy can be expensive uh but if you can afford it and you can do something like that man do it because I mean you only get one mind bro and you only get one brain, you only get one life. So, you know, take care of it while you're here and while you have it. Cause I mean, when it's gone, it's shit is just gone. Uh, make sure you know, make sure your make sure your mental your mental health is straight, bro. Um, July is Minority Mental Health Month, so shit, everybody, man, just just get on it, bro. It's it's okay to. I want I want everybody to know, especially especially minorities, especially black people. I want y'all to know that shit. It's it's okay to go to therapy, bro. It's okay to talk to someone. It's okay to express how you feeling about something to somebody that's professional and knows what they're doing, not just somebody who is your friend or your partner or your parent or your guardian or whatever. Like, it's okay to do that shit, man. Um, and legally, I believe therapists have to see therapists because of all the all the shit that they listen to um trying to help other people like shit they they get overwhelmed too because they're people you know what i'm saying so um yeah that's that um i've also it's also been several several other new blessings in my life um i got a car man like that shit that i i was so happy like uh my dad told me um he he called me one day and he was like, "Hey man, uh, I'm about to get you this." Uh, my dad has been working to get me working so hard to get me a car, man. Since I've been since I first got my license, I think I got my license when I was like 17, maybe 18. He's been working so hard to get me a car, but uh, he he just been doing everything on his own. And uh, I knew I always knew he wanted to give me a car, and I always knew that uh, he would give me a car. I just really had to stay down and you know be patient and. Not having a car all these years, man, has really, like, it's turned me into, like, such a go-getter, bro, and such a hustler that, like, I don't know. I, I've almost got comfortable with, with, like, not having a whip, but, like, that's over with now. And I'm just so I'm just so blessed, man, and so grateful and so thankful and so appreciative that, like, he did that for me, you know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, man, I got a car. He, But let me tell y'all how it happened. So he called me. 
and um, he was just like, "Yeah, I'm about to um, I'm about to get you this truck, and um, I'm about to get you this truck. It's a stick shift, so you know you're gonna have to you know learn how to drive it. Um, but this will be something for you to have. I know it's not gonna be much, but you know we'll get you some nicer a little bit later, and." Me being the person I am, like shit, it's better it's better than not having a whip, bro. So if I gotta learn how to do it, like I gotta learn how to do it. But um when he told me that I, I started to think like, damn bro, I ain't gonna lie, like I, I that that's just more that's just more stress added to and that's just that's just gonna put more stress on me and then add more stress to my life that I really don't need right now. Learning how to drive a stick, like that shit is a lot. And I do want to learn how to drive one, don't get me wrong, because I feel like that's something that I need in my arsenal for sure. But it's just like, shit, not at this very moment, because uh, I'm going through so much other shit, bro, That um, and that's not something that I need on my list. So I ended, I called my dad back uh, like a couple of days later, and I told him that, and he was like, okay, you know, I understand. Um, that's cool. So um, the next day, he sent me a picture of this other car. Uh, it was on 4th of July, actually. He sent me a picture. It was a Beamer. It was a it's a two thousand two thousand uh three series BMW coupe. So he was like, "Is this better?" And I'm like, "I'm like, yeah, it is. It's, it's a lot better actually." And um, he was like, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get my hands on it um tomorrow." And lo and behold, man, he bought it for me, and I was just like, "Man, <laughs> I really didn't even know what to say. Like, I was just so." so thankful man like cuz if if anybody knows me and they see me on a daily basis or I talk to them on a daily basis like they know they know the struggle that I was going through like with no car bro but I I always made a way to do to do what I needed to do to get where I needed to be if I needed to get something done like it was going to get done no no car or not like I spent so much money on fucking Uber, bro. I probably could have bought my own car. Um, but I mean, like, it it just built my character up so much, bro. And it just made, like I said, it just made me a hustler, bro. Like, shit, I gotta do this, bro. If it, if I gotta catch the bus, catch the bus to work, and catch that whole thirty minutes early before and get to campus and walk across, walk all the way across campus for twenty minutes to get to work, like I'm gonna do that shit. Because it's just something that I had to do, man. And a lot of people don't understand that shit. So when shit like that happens, when when this happened for me, man, I was just like, man, it was just it was just a weight off of my shoulders, bro. Because I had been praying and asking God just for for so much. Like I literally finished like my whole college career. Like I'm I'm finna graduate college with. And I just got a car, so like I just I just think about like if other people were in my shoes, bro, I just be like, man, y'all would y'all would have folded like a long time ago, and it just it just I don't know, man, it just humbled me, and it just made me feel like it just made me feel so so blessed and so favored, and I'm just so happy that you know my pops could my pops could do that for me with the help of you know my grandpa. Um, he helped out a lot. Uh, my Mimi, she's helping out too. And it's just like, you know, you. I really got people in my life that deeply care about me, that deeply love me, and they want to do 
whatever they can to, you know, make me happy. And like, I, I really appreciate that. Um, and I, I, I tell them that all the time because like, you know, they didn't have to do that for me. Like I could have, I could have just been, just been ass out, but they, they made the initiative to, you know, make it happen and they did it. So I definitely appreciate that. Um, what else did I want to, did I want to talk about? Um, Oh yeah, I've been um I don't know if I told y'all, but um I was um my bro my boy Chris James, shout out Chris James, he reached out to me and um he was like, you know, I want you to be he wrote a book and uh, he was like we're we're putting the audio book together and I want you to be one of the characters. And so the book is called um, Exotic Rose, and so uh, he was explaining to me that it's like one of the one of those Zane type of books. I've I've never read a Zane book before, but I um I've heard of him, and I've heard like he's just awesome, awesome sexual shit. Like he writes books about uh shit just. Just some sex shit, pretty much, <laughs> and for lack of a better term. But um, so he was like, "Yeah, I want you to be the, I want you to be the character, the male character in there." So I've always wanted to do something like that, man. I've always wanted to be like a a character of some sort, or you know, for somebody to hear my voice, or just be like like in a cartoon or a show or some shit like that. Like I've always wanted to do that, and I was like, "Let me just, let me just hop on this opportunity," because he think. He obviously thinks that much of me to even want me like on his shit, so let me do it. So uh, we recording. I've been re- I've been recording um, you know my lines from the script, and uh, it should be dropping. Um, it should be dropping sometime, sometime next week, I believe. Uh, so I'll be, I'll be um posting that. On my social media and stuff. And, um, yeah, I'll be letting y'all know when that time comes. Also, man, I've, uh, I've came to the conclusion that I'm gonna write a book myself, man. Um, yeah, uh, I've always wanted to write a book, and I just, I was just like, you know what, once I, um, once I graduate college, I'm gonna get that shit together, man, and I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing it. Because um I just feel like I got a lot to say, right? I just feel like I'm I'm really wise for my age and um I feel like I could give a lot of people insight like through my life experiences. And I don't know if y'all have read the book, uh You Are a Badass, um, How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life by Jen Sin- Sincero. But uh, yeah. If you that's that's what I'm kind of like basing my book off of. Um, I read that book not too long ago, and she was pretty much just basing. She was telling like her life experiences um in that book, and she was giving, she was giving insight on how you can just improve your life and your mindset and the things that you put into the world just by doing certain things and so that's I feel like I've I've been through a lot um in these twenty two years of life 
And everybody has a story to tell, bro. Everybody has a testimony. And, yeah, just like I have my podcast um, and I, I tell y'all stuff. We t- I talk about stuff with other people, like, on a on a bi week on a weekly or bi weekly basis depending on how I'm feeling. And um I just feel like a book could just tie it a book would be like a keepsake, something sacred where, you know, y'all can see the gems that I'm putting out and y'all can have them on paper rather than just listening to what I'm saying. Like y'all could have them in pay on paper and y'all can go back. Well, not just y'all, but anybody can just go back and like look at it and be like, oh, well, in in this book, Tyler said this. So uh, this is a quote that I want to that I want to live by or that I want to implement into my life. Or this is something that I that I that makes me feel some type of way or that I identify with or that I agree with or, you know, whatever the case may be. So, yeah, I'm I'm probably going to base my book off of that. Um I just feel like I have a lot to say, man, and shit, I want to I wanna be that person to, you know, just just let people know, like, shit, it's, it's cool to, you know, be, be that person that someone looks up to, or, you know, it's cool to have somebody's back, or it's cool, it's cool to go through shit and, you know talk about it or you know just whatever the case may be like I want to talk about like my life experiences and you know just what just what made me the person that I am and what made me the man that I am and all that shit so yeah um I'm gonna be doing that I can't give y'all I can't really give y'all like a set date um on when that's gonna happen but just know that uh it's in the works um, I'm going to try to do it before I'm 25. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, like I said previously, like, man, I'm about to graduate. Um, I got an internship lined up with the city of Dallas uh, Parks and Recreation. So I'm going to be interning out there. Uh, shout out to Texas State Campus Rec, man. Uh, they made me. That was my that was my first um, on-campus job, my only on-campus job. And, uh I love Campus Reg just because of mainly because of the people, man. Uh the people is the people are the main one reason why I I enjoy what I do, man. Um I'm a manager for facilities at Campus Reg and I've been there for like a year. I want to say a little over a year and a half and uh it's just been a great experience and it made me want to pursue like Campus Reg as a career. So um after I wrap up my internship with uh with the city of Dallas, I'm looking into going to Texas Southern HBCU shit. Um Texas Southern to study um sports leisure with a concentration in um in sports management. So I'm uh, I'm gonna get that master's degree, man. And they already letting the right nigga get get this get this bachelor's in public health with a minor in psychology. So when I get that master's, man, like just know that we we you, y'all gonna think y'all gonna think I went up I went up for uh for undergrad, but I'm gonna really go up for with this graduate degree, man. But yeah, man. Um, so I'm gonna just end the show right there. Uh, I just want to give a big shout out to everybody that's continued to listen to talk to me, Tyler T, man. Uh, 
I'll be coming up on on year two. Um, I believe in it's July, so I believe like in September, man, it'll be it'll be two years since I dropped my first episode. And uh yeah, I'm just so I'm so proud of myself, man, and I'm just so it's just so heartwarming to really like really see that people really fuck with my content, man, and people really like listen to what I have to say and you know, they they y'all y'all really pushed me to to strive and to strive for better and to and to want to do better because people constantly hitting me up like when the next show dropping, bro, or you need to get me on the show or you should talk about this on the show and it's just like y'all don't know how appreciative I am of that, man. Like I really I don't know, it's it's just something that like I don't know, it just makes me feel good that shit I got that support system rocking with me. Like I got some of the best friends <clears throat> that a nigga could ask for, um, some of the best supporters, some of the best parents, grandparents, like everybody. I just got a lot of people in my corner that that really fuck with me and that really care about me. So I can't thank y'all enough, man. Um just keep on listening. Um if you got anything to say or you want to hit me up or you got any suggestions, um, you can hit me up. My uh, Twitter is um, talk at talk to me, Tyler T. Uh, my email is um, talk to me, Tyler T at gmail.com. Hit me up on Instagram underscore T town 17. Uh, and check out the website. I definitely need to edit it. Uh, but I've just been so busy, man. I don't really be having time, but I need to I need to take some time out to edit that. But yeah, man, this is uh this is the end of this episode and um I'm looking forward to y'all's feedback, man. I'll be back soon. Yay!